Hello everyone and welcome to the Art of Ministry. And today's episode is about live performance. As Lucky and I looked back on this podcast at the point of, you know, the one year mark, one of the things we noticed was it was uh, the episodes about live performance that seemed to be incredibly popular. Stephen's episode about puppetry, Dave's episode about drama and theatre, Lynn and Pete's episode about radio broadcasting and performance, they all seem to have quite a large listenership. We're not really sure why this was the case. We, we had a few theories. Maybe it's the dramatic arts, they're not talked about a whole lot. Maybe these are areas that are particularly fascinating to some. Maybe it's because some performances follow a set script, but allow for a breadth and a range of improvisations and the ability to do something different, you know, change things from what they were originally perhaps intended to be. Whatever the reason, this whole area certainly gave us pause for thought. Lockie and I have had different experiences in the world of live performance. As you may have heard in the last podcast episode, Lockie talked about his experiences on stage, being involved in a number of dramatic theatrical performances. You know, watching a drama performance on stage, especially when you don't know the story or what's going to happen, can be an amazing time that gives you memories that you take with you. But if you've ever been involved in directing or acting in a performance of any kind, you'll also know that being part of one can be, you know, sort of scary. <laughs> now, before we talk a little bit about live performance, I'd like to play a clip from one of our previous episodes with Len and Pete. They gave some advice about live performance, specifically in the world of radio. So here are Len and Pete all about their preparation for hosting Breakfast Radio each morning. Pete, Pete and I knew that he spent time with Jesus in the morning, and so did I. So mm. that, that's the way we, we set out, and we would always over-prepare and room for the Holy yeah. Spirit to come in and dance. You know, yeah. and I mean, some of my favourite days were days when I'd look across at Pete and go, well, yeah, God showed yeah. up, and he decided to take different direction yeah yeah it's actually and, and it's something i've learned that is not actually and len said you know you've you got to you got to do the preparation and leave room for the holy spirit to take over and stuff I, yeah. I actually in my in my study and in my learning i think i've actually i would attenuate that i think the holy spirit is in the preparation as well mm-hmm. and having like you say three pages of stuff to look at what that gave us was the confidence to just sit there and go Okay, you're ready to hit the buttons. Let's go. And yeah. it was mm. it was like basically looking out the window of a plane and making sure the wings are on. I reckon Len and Pete say some pretty amazing things here. I want to go into some of their points and put my own points in there as well. So, without further ado, here are my thoughts about performing in a live circumstance. Number one, prayer. Before any performance, this is so important. Praying to the Lord that you'll be calm and focused. Praying that his love and his gospel go out to the people watching or listening. Pray that they hear the message of the cross and that they might come to faith in Christ who died and rose again for us. Praying for the other cast members where you won't know, you know, what they're going through or about to go through in their lives. Praying for the audience. Praying for safety getting to and from the venue. 
praying for new opportunities to share the gospel, and ask other people to pray for you too. We see in the New Testament Jesus always prayed. When you look at Paul, he's praying as well, and Peter praying throughout the New Testament. If you read the book of Nehemiah, now there's a man in the Old Testament steeped in prayer. Prayer is not something, you know, we just do at the beginning and then it's done, but we're encouraged to pray all the time. 1 Thessalonians 5:16 to 18 says, "Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus." And Philippians 4:6 to 7 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God, and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Pray for boldness, pray for fears to cease, and the Lord makes you confident in his protection and enabling to do the task before you. Seek his strength and not your own. God will make the path straight for you. Second point that I had to think about was preparation. You know, thinking about DJing and playing music for a crowd, I'm always thinking, what do I need to do to prepare my set? It wouldn't be great if I had, you know, didn't have all my songs ready. So this kind of takes a matter of different directions, or all manner of directions really, depending on the venue, the equipment, who you're working with, what you need. There are so many variables, but it's really important to understand you need to have things ready on time. Be prompt. In the last Heart Song Festival, I made sure all my tracks were sent to DJ Aaron Duff nice and early, as early as I possibly could. I also had some backup, you know, footage and things like that, you know, things that weren't needed, but I had them there just in case, you know, there was a need for them. Prepare, prepare, prepare. The set list, you know, was kind of versatile. It's sort of something for everyone. Friendly for all age ranges, for different music styles, and making sure it was really at the same volume and mastering levels so people didn't hear something super loud and then super quiet after. Prayer is in the preparation as well. Listening to what the Holy Spirit is saying to you, which takes us to the next part. Let the Holy Spirit speak into the situation. Leave room for the Holy Spirit to act in the situation. I like how in Acts we have Philip who is told by the Holy Spirit to go and speak to the Ethiopian eunuch. And look what happened in that conversation. A man comes to Christ. Acts 8, 26-40 Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Rise and go toward the south, to the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is a desert place. And he rose and went, and there was an Ethiopian, a eunuch, a court official of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who was in charge of all her treasure. And he had come to Jerusalem to worship, and was returning, seated in his chariot, and he was reading the prophet Isaiah. And the spirit said to Philip, Go over and join this chariot. So Philip ran to him and heard him reading Isaiah the prophet, and asked, Do you understand what you're reading? And he said, How can I, unless someone guides me? And he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. Now the passage of scripture that he was reading was this. Like a sheep he was led to the slaughter, and like a lamb before its shearer is silent. So he opens not his mouth. 
In his humiliation, justice was denied him. Who can describe his generation? For his life is taken away from the earth. And the eunuch said to Philip, About whom, I ask you, does the prophet say this? About himself or about someone else? Then Philip opened his mouth, and beginning with this scripture, he told him the good news about Jesus. And as they were going along the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, See, here is some water. What prevents me from being baptized? And he commanded the chariot to stop, and they both went into the water, Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. And when they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord carried Philip away, and the eunuch saw him no more, and went on his way rejoicing. But Philip found himself in Azotus, and as he passed through, he preached the gospel to all the towns until he came to Caesarea. Now perhaps, you know, at a particular point you're being led to pray. Maybe the Holy Spirit's helping you to, you know, guiding you to choose a particular song for your upcoming set. Or maybe someone is prompted at a particular point in a performance to have a short recess, say something significant. Be ready for these moments. God is always on the move. He is with you at all times. So be in tune with what God's saying and doing. And number four, be a community of God's people. Now in 1 Corinthians 12, we read that we are one body in Christ. We each have different gifts. We all need each other. Everyone has a part to play. I actually think it's great to learn as much as you can about your craft, but I can tell you this, <laughs> there will be times when you just know someone is gifted uniquely in a particular area and working together with them will create something that you just couldn't have done on your own. God wants us to encourage each other and collaborate on sharing the gospel with the world, to pray together, to help and pray with each other when times get tough. Maybe you even might find yourself needing to rebuke someone or being rebuked yourself. Proverbs 27:17 says, Iron sharpens iron, and one man sharpens another. Living in God's community means we can collaborate on ideas, pray, seek God's direction together, and uphold one another in Christ's love. Some Christian organizations and societies have a creed or a statement of belief. You know, we believe in the divinity of Christ. We believe we're saved by grace through faith and not by works. You know, and other core tenets of biblical Christian theology. And I think these are really valuable because then you know you're all in agreement about the things we firmly believe. Finally, number five, read God's word and apply it. Seeking God in prayer and reading his word is so important. We can delve deeper into what God's word is saying to us. We can be reminded of the grace of God through Christ we've been given. The Father helps us to grow through the reading of his word. One growth moment this year, actually, for me, was when I realized how much power there is putting Bible verses into song. God's word is living and active. It's going to speak to people so wonderfully and in ways you will not be able to expect in their life situation which is, you know, very individual and God's going to speak specially into their life through the word. So I make an effort to read the Bible as often as possible. I'm finding now that my songs are getting more and more steeped in scripture. I still do, you know, instrumentals and songs like that, but more and more Bible verses are starting to come in. And, you know, I think that's the way I want things to be. God will speak through his word to people and maybe there's something someone really needs to hear at that moment in time. 
And that's very exciting. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. I hope you've had fun. We've got one more episode to come out in October. So get ready. That one's going to be coming out soon as well. Once again, we love having you here. We love your listening. Uh, We love you getting involved. On social media, you see there's the Facebook page for the Art of Ministry. Love your comments. Appreciate your likes and encouragement. Um, And, uh, you know, we may get into doing some interesting things coming up uh, around different events, different things we're involved in. Uh, You might have seen recently Lockie uh, at the Comic Fair. There's always more stuff going on out there that we'd love to get to. And uh, if you have a look at the recent socials, you'll see that uh, I took some photos of some of the artistic ideas happening in Mount Gambia and murals and different uh, artistic aspects. And a future episode coming up soon will be a bit of a discussion on what would be some things that we could do here in Adelaide about Christianity and the arts. What are some ways we can share the gospel through the arts, you know, in a big way? What are some ways we're doing it well in Adelaide? What are some ways we can improve? You know, what are some things we could add? Uh, So that's really looking forward to that discussion. And you're really welcome to add your own comments to the page. We'd love to have your input uh, because it's all good. Like I said, God's community. Um, We get stronger by sharing and by listening and understanding and collaborating. So certainly put something out there. Let let us know what you think. Love to hear your ideas. You know, could be something really amazing that we can all do together. We just don't know. So... Yeah, love love to hear from you. Let me just finish by praying. Dear Lord, thank you so much for this time. We thank you so much, Father, that you've given us different ways to share the gospel. And most of all, we just want to see the gospel of Jesus go out to all the world. And Father, we pray that uh, you may give us ideas, help us to understand how we can best do that collaboratively. And uh, thank you, Father, for your word. And thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the fact that we have each other and we can collaborate in sharing the gospel of Jesus wherever we go. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a fantastic week and uh, see you very soon for the next episode.